show related. Uh, are these news articles okay? Yep. Yeah. Right. I didn't get a chance to look at them. <laughs> so why did you say yeah? Because I saw the titles and they look good. Are we going to all go see World War Z? <laughs> Hello, welcome to Zombies by Vakazi. I'm Bavonia. Joining me as always is Ryan Murphy. How are you? <laughs> all right, Lupe, Joe. This is Ryan, and I'm going to talk about the same thing for 30 minutes. <laughs> this is I CNN. I will move you along, sir. I will move you along. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. If there's a- the reason I have three people on this podcast with me is so I can have three people to make sure I move along. <laughs> this is not the content you're looking for. What you really want to talk about is Starcraft. It's Lou Page. It's Lou Page. Think of all the sweet games... Lou Page plays. That could have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I'm ready. There we go. Now they've All made right, Lou feel so- awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> At least his turtle's all right. We ready, guys? Yep. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Someone's been drinking out of their zombie mugs. <laughs> I wish. It's got to be a tiki one. I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! <laughs> You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. You're all going to die down here. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in New Hampshire. This is indeed Zombies Ate My Podcast, and I am back, and I am Bob Fournier. And joining me tonight, my round house, round house, round table in a house of survivors, we have underground in a secure location, Lou Page. Howdy, Bob. How's it going, Lou? Eh, it's not too bad, not too bad. It's not cold anymore. I'm happy. So far, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Uh, speaking of cold and unemotional, what the uh, hell does that mean? <laughs> joining us from the north, keeping the borders safe, uh, we have. Screw you guys! You can. There is one thing I will say about Ryan. Ryan is not cold and unemotional. That's true. He's a little too emotional. Ryan Murphy. Sometimes I wonder if you guys really care. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm actually, it is a little chilly when you mention it, but, uh, whew, wow, it's just... Speaking of chilly. Yeah, what about it? Let me tell you something. I was doing a little thinking today, and, uh, I thought about something, about zombie weapons and where we're going to be in the future and what what's going to be around and what's not. We're talking guns, ammunition, like, how long is that stuff going to be around, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I thought about it and went, well, what kind of weapon could I use that I could probably get a good supply out of? And I thought of it, guys. Chili. No. <laughs> it actually has nothing to do with chili. I, see, Lou, I thought he was going to move in and talk about chili. I had a funny feeling he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, and I hate you. <laughs> a potato launcher. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever made or used one? Mm, yes. No. Oh. Yes, I have. Yeah. So I got. <laughs> it's just your whole question. You do you know? Do you know what one is, Ryan? Uh I uh, picture it being a giant tube that shoots potatoes. Yes, you're, you're semi there. Uh, okay. Um, so basically, you make this potato launcher out of PVC pipe, mm-hmm. and at the bottom of it, you what I use when I made mine was a grill igniter. 
that causes a spark and you, you spray some sort of aerosol combustible spray. Like I remember when I did that, I used the Axe body spray because back then that was the cool thing to do. And right. um, you, you spray in the bottom part of the canister after you put the potato in. You close it all up. You hit that grill igniter. It sparks and it launches a potato out, right? What if you put a bunch of nails and screws and sharp objects inside the potato first? Think about it. Uh, huh? That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Wait, so it just hits them in the head and you hope it kind of like takes them out? Like a potato. That's the game plan. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it's not a very good one. Like a potato isn't going to like take somebody down. Doesn't It's not going to hit them with enough force unless you're... Um, are you, you hoping to use the potato yes, launcher? <laughs> are you, okay, are you doing it like arc or are you shooting it straight at the zombies? You got to shoot it straight at the zombies. Okay, okay. I just think it more like a, a mortar so thing. They no, do no, have... think, think two-man bazooka that shoots a potato. <laughs> Oh. So they, they do start going with some force. I will say that. Um, we've shot them, and they've gone yards and yards and hundreds of yards. Are they safe? I, <clears throat> no. They don't sound <laughs> safe. When, when you Ish. mention aerosol and a barbecue igniter, that does it's not sound safe. apocalypse, Ryan. There's no time to be safe. Well, would you rather get killed by a potato launcher or... I don't like, think I'd rather get killed by anything. Well, I'm just saying, like, you want to make, if you want to survive, you've got to be safe. This doesn't I, sound very safe. I think, though, think about it, because coming in the future, you're going to start running low on things that you can use as weapons. Like, guns are only going to last so long before you can't find any more bullets. But potatoes will survive? (laughs) (laughs) Potatoes, man, they're everywhere. What if you, okay, well, I guess you could could substitute things in it. Like corn? (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Corn is a big thing right now. I mean, you could probably find corn anywhere when you think about it. Yeah, Absolutely. Snowballs? No, I'm just kidding. No, Snowballs no, that wouldn't work. work. That wouldn't work. Okay. How about bricks? Bricks? That's a good one. But does it have enough force to to push something as heavy? That's what I'm getting at. Like, can it handle heavy objects, or is it yes. just strictly yeah. made for potatoes? Potato okay. launchers are not strictly for potatoes. That's the name. The name is very misleading. Let's call it a combustible aerosol launching projectile shooter. Let's call it what it is. It's a homemade rocket launcher. Is that what yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> okay. That's um, interesting. I. I have not made one before, and I'm probably going to YouTube horrible accidents with potato launchers after this show. <laughs> Do you have Mythbusters episode. in Canada? Yeah, well, we have access to American TV. Uh, well, <laughs> look up. There's an episode of Mythbusters where they use a uh, oh, cannon. Cool. Well, you know what? I will look that up, and, and then I'll, uh, I'll probably find a YouTube clip for it and put it in the show notes. Yeah, That's then, probably your best example to learn what one is. And then you'll change your mind. You'll realize that I'm a genius. <laughs> Bob, I already thought you were a genius. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad we're on the same page on that one. Okay. So that was my idea, potato launcher. I'm just thinking outside the box here. You know, zombie apocalypse is going on. There's just nothing left that we can use. Let's use what's abundant. Let's get what's around us. You know, potatoes. <laughs> I don't know what world you live in. but <laughs> And potatoes won't last long either. They go... Well, yeah, well, you're not about, eating them. How about putting canned goods in there? You could do that, Shooting too. a can out. But you should be eating the canned goods, and the potatoes, <laughs> for that matter. Well, who says you don't empty the can, then reseal it with rocks inside, then stuff it in the launcher? Okay, Lou, that, no, that is Lou's smart. Talk. Lou's talking. He's Lou. on board. You know I, what, I, I, I'm sold. I can poke I'm holes sold. in Bob's plan, but Lou's you know is what? just impenetrable. We'll just wait. We'll wait till the apocalypse, and I'll I'll walk by you with my big potato launcher. And I'm not getting it. on the wrong end of that thing. I can tell you that much. <laughs> this conversation turned weird, so let's just jump right into the zombie news for today, shall we? Number. 
virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and is spreading rapidly. Famous director Danny Boyle of 28 Days Later, um, apparently not a fan of zombie movies. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, in an interview with someone that I cannot remember what article it was, but he remained consistent to the fact that he does not like zombie movies. Now, it was with the uh, magazine Wired, and uh, he said he's not a fan of zombie movies at all. Even the popular ones leave him cold. And in fact, his exact words were, I don't like zombie movies. I never did. We took a genre and fucked with it. Zombie aficionados, they're quite precious with all their rules, like with running. They don't do that. Of course, there are so many manifestations of zombies now. This quote was longer than I thought. The rule book has gone out the window. I saw one episode of Walking Dead and it was gripping, but the zombies are stumbling around again, which I hate. Hmm. I, wow. I, I don't see a problem with what he's saying. I think... Um, he's sort of speaking for the people who don't like zombies, and I he makes some valid points. Like people yeah. are, are pretty touchy about the rule book. When he came out with Twenty Eight Days Later, and let's just get this right on the record now, a fantastic movie. Mm, yeah. He pretty much said it wasn't a zombie movie. He said these are people infected with a virus. I'm not calling them zombies. Blah blah blah. He's he doesn't like zombies because they're just too popular, too mainstream. So this whole article came about when they said. Is there going to be a 28 months later? He said maybe a 40 to 60% chance. That's still a pretty good chance when it comes to Hollywood. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think it's been too long. It has. And he didn't even do 28 months later. He wrote the opening scene, which was probably the best scene of the movie. The rest uh, of it was 20, kind of crap. 28, 28 weeks later, sorry. And uh, I don't know. I'd like to see a third one. I loved the first one. And uh, if he was doing a third one, it'd be kind of. It would be fun to watch, but it was just surprising to me to see him with so much hate towards zombies, you know? Yeah, but wouldn't 28 months later basically be The Walking Dead with fast zombies? Because, I mean, 28 months later, the civilization would be crashing. There would be no society left, right? Whereas in 28 days later and 28 months later, there's still sort of the government and cities and everything's kind of quarantined. Sort of. I don't remember how Twenty Eight Weeks Later ends. To be honest, <laughs> it ends with the virus spreading all over Europe. Well, then I, yeah. I'm right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just uh, it was a good concept. It was really fun to watch. I think it kind of um, turned a lot of mainstream zombie into what we see it today too, with the the way he had fast zombies, even though to him they're not zombies. Um, it was it was a very popular movie. And then you had the Dawn of the Dead remake that came out. They had fast zombies in that afterwards. I was going to say I don't think this. Dawn of the Dead remake would have happened had he not done 28 Days Later. Yeah, you're probably right, because that movie gained in popularity quickly. I mean, it's it's funny that he mentions that he hates zombie movies and he hates the zombie genre when a lot of the people who enjoyed his film and made it such a success were zombie fans. Like, he's sort of just, he's calling out the people who made it a success. It's really weird, to be honest. He's He's not known for being politically savvy when no he's not <laughs> he kind of just says what's on his mind and he doesn't care what anybody thinks right and i don't have a problem with that in the sense that i mean if he makes it 28 months later i'm sure all the people who called him out for this will still go see it oh yeah i will yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I. Say, I know i would yeah he's a great director and uh yeah we'll see what happens everyone's saying it's a very slim chance and the way he's talking makes it sound like he probably doesn't want to do it and he wants to get other projects going 
But um, hey, I'll take a slim chance over a no chance. Exactly. But anyway, um, Army disaster prep. What's going on with that, Ryan? Well, have you ever heard of this book uh, by what's his face, Max Brooks? Yeah, he did no. World War Z. He's not really working on that movie, I don't think. Um, it turns out the U.S. Army has been using him for talks uh, on survivalism uh, in uh, U.S. Army's North Hurricane Rehearsal of Concept Drill. That's weird. He's just been talking about zombies and stuff. It's uh, Yeah, for the first time, Brooks said, according to an official Army write-up, you have young people being interested in being prepared, being tricked into taking care of themselves. Really, because even if the zombie apocalypse does not happen, they will be ready for the next hurricane or next disaster. And this is sort of along the same lines of what we've been talking about with the uh, Center for Disease Control and that uh, Canadian story we talked about a couple months ago. And they're just they're basically tricking youth into thinking, oh, zombies are cool, I'm going to be prepared and get a bug-out bag and make sure I know the best way to get to the cellar, that kind of thing, you know? I still don't know what a bug-out bag is, but I'll go with it. It's a bag you fill with bugs. <laughs> well, it's a I bag mean, of prepared goods and and supplies so that should you need to evacuate, you don't need to pack anything. It's already ready to go. So no bugs? No bugs. Okay. It's in reference to I'm getting going to bug out of here. <laughs> oh. You know, where you just out. buzz out the door. You just, bzzz, <laughs> and you just run away. <laughs> well, I, you know, on this, though, too, Max Brooks wrote The Zombie Survival Guide, which is actually a really, really, really awesome book if you haven't read it. And that's basically just getting prepared for the zombie apocalypse. And I, I, I'm sure a lot of his talks have to do with this whole situation as well, where he's, like we talked about with the Boy Scouts, you're learning things that will keep you to survive and stay alive longer, whether there's zombies or not, <laughs> you know? It's basic survival tips. Right. And, I mean him being used by the u.s army for a, an official talk sort of puts weight behind his books in the sense yeah. that you know he's actually done the research and and part of the stuff minus you know the killing zombies bit can be used for actual survival so i think that really speaks a lot to his work i think so i think we're in a good spot now for zombies being so popular why not use them for something really good right like preparedness that, that kind of thing yeah because, I mean, vampires aren't picking up this, the, the weight at all. No one likes a vampire. No one. Assholes. <laughs> Bunch of true blood mother. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, Jeff Bridges. Not <laughs> specifics here. Uh, Lou, tell me about what Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds are doing now. Well, apparently there is a little-known comic book known as R.I.P.D. Um, and it's based on a it, – it's a small comic book. And Ryan Reynolds and – Jeff Bridges are going to star in a movie based on this comic book. Apparently, Jeff Bridges is a dead cop slash cowboy that wanders around the city with Ryan Reynolds protecting them from people from the dead. Huh. Hmm. It looks interesting, and I can only imagine if both of them are in a film together, it's going to be at least funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan. I'm a big um, Jeff Bridges fan. I think this is pretty cool. I did a little research on the comic book, and uh, from like reading this article here too, people are saying it's very uh, Men in Black with dead people. Um, Sweet, I get yeah, behind that. Yeah, basically, it's just they people call, they call it the deados. I think they're pronounced. Um, mutate and do grotesque creatures, so they look human, I believe, at first, and then they turn into monsters. And uh, 
they go around killing people, which is, I think, kind of a cool concept. It's just the way they describe. So I guess both the buddy cops are dead already. So the way they're going to be using, like, in the scenes, like, for example, one scene, Roy throws Nick, which I guess are the two cops, right out the window and uses his body as a cushion for the fall. You can't die, but it does hurt. Nick retaliates by throwing Roy into the path of a moving bus. <laughs> that's that's comedy gold right there. It's going to be one of those. It's going to be like Men in Black, just like they described, where it's you know two guys in Men in Black were fighting aliens, but it was comedy all the way, right? Right. I think the real question in everyone's mind is: Are they going to get Will Smith to do a rap video for this? That's movie? that's what I was just thinking. Maybe Ryan Reynolds will do one, or Jeff Bridges. Who knows? No, it's got to be Will Smith, man. Will Smith, what do you what are your takes on this first initial reaction? Something you want to go see? I'm already sold. Already it's got sold. Jeff Bridges. I'll go see it. Yeah, Jeff Bridges is he's the dude. That's the dude, right? Yeah, and he's, he looks like the dude in the the the, the footage I've seen here. So he looks like a cowboy seen, dude. I haven't seen any footage. I've just seen pictures so far. I want to see some footage. So there is, is there an official trailer out? Like, when are we going to get this movie? Is it this summer? I have no idea. I just have the article in front of me that you have. <laughs> yeah, same here. I figured, are we not fans of this content? Or is this just sort of the first thing we've seen of it? I didn't find I keep anything on it. If I would imagine, it would probably be uh, 2013 summer. or uh, what It's are we? opening what are we? June 2013. Yeah. All right, well, I was then, right. Then maybe we should see this one instead of uh, World War Z. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> well... Short news week this week, which is all right with us, because uh, this week we have a very special zombie topic of the week. Zombie topic of the week. This week we had a very special interview with a person that did a great Kickstarter involving some zombie heads and eating ice cream out of them. You want to take it away a little bit further, Ryan? Oh, sure, yeah. I, I can edit that silence out. Um, <laughs> we're joined by uh, Todor with the company Zombied, and he's talking about his zombie head mugs and uh, ice cream cups with a lot of little creative additions to the project. It just sort of starts out with the two concept mugs, but uh, I think it really goes a little f- much farther than that. I mean, Bob's really excited about the tiki mugs. I'll, I'll give that, mug. <laughs> that little bit away before the interview, but... Uh, I don't know. We, we just uh, we really like the project, and we were approached by Todor and listened to the interview and let us know what you think because uh, they're definitely looking for feedback. They we are were sold yeah. right away. Yeah, <laughs> Lou and I we're go- we're gonna go have these, I think, and I'm gonna get a tiki mug. And we're gonna do something. We're gonna get some mugs. I'm just kidding, Lou. Don't worry. I won't make <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I want all my own mugs. Lou's like, uh, I want yeah. my own. <laughs> I want my own mugs. I want to go have these. Uh, yeah, so listen to the interview and um, let us know what you think. And go go support this Kickstarter project. You can search for it on kickstarter.com slash zombied or go to facebook.com slash zombied. And that's zombied with three E's. Enjoy the interview, everyone. They're dead. And you're going to be next. We're getting a lot of attention about this project. A lot of people are you know starting to contact me it's uh turning the other way around i just i just didn't know how this whole kickstarter thing works mm. so i would have done a lot of things differently than i did them originally but you know at least i'll know for next project cool. yeah. was this your first kickstarter i'm taking yeah absolutely yeah. first kickstarter i've never done one before i mean the idea about these zombie cups just hit me 
five minutes after I found it, after I found Kickstarter, I mean, I was just looking at a few projects and uh, I saw people doing stuff like drinking horns and stuff like that. You know, I like who want to who wants to use something as boring as that? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just thought about um, really, this is a really cool story. I'll tell you where it all came from um, because I'm originally I'm Bulgarian, even though I live in the UK, I've been living there for a while now. But anyway, I'm Bulgarian. And we had this uh, history lesson about one of our kings um, who were called Khans at the time. So our king invaded the Byzantine Empire, which was like the Roman Empire at the time. He captured the current emperor. He cut. He set off. He made a, a drinking cup out of it. You know, he just covered <laughs> wow. it in silver. Yeah, and he let himself and uh, you know all the closest to him drink from that cup every night whenever they had a feast. So you know, my my original project was to have like a, a skull drinking cup or something, but it wasn't just the the right thing. So then I thought about um, remember Indiana Jones and the the little monkeys and that you know the the, <laughs> the, the desserts they had directly yeah. out of the out of their heads, and I thought what could be cooler than than zombie heads that you can eat ice cream from, you know? So that's <laughs> that's how it all it all came together. Sweet. Well, and then I, we, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that then we, we decided to make them into beer mugs as well because not everybody likes ice cream, but, you know, some people are going to like them as beer, so we added the handles to them, turned them into beer mugs as well. We decided to have the, the brain candles as well. Then we decided, you know, what if the guys don't like our colors? Let's have a, a coloring kit option so people can do them in their own colors and just all the, the added value to them. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to push for this to hit twenty five thousand, so uh, I can get a tiki mug. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come I'll with umbrellas? Is the real question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll do the tiki mug for you, even with, if we don't get to twenty five thousand. Oh, sweet, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Brian, I hope you have that recorded. Oh yeah, it's recorded, and we'll uh, we'll we'll cite it if needed. Congratulations on getting funded. That's awesome to hear. I mean, you've already made your first bit of goals, huh? Yeah, that's right. Thanks very much. Actually, I was uh I was uh, I wasn't in a hurry to celebrate about that because uh we had two very big backers. I mean, like 5 grand each. And um I still haven't contacted one of them, but at least one of them came came through and said that yeah, this was the right pledge that they wanted to do because I found out that these guys, you know, they do this all the time. They're called trolls on Kickstarter. They just go and pledge the biggest amount and they then they just drop at the end or something like that. Which oh, is, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty uncool. You know, if you're counting every penny to actually make your project work and then somebody pledges a lot of money and drops out at the end of it, it's going to be uh, – it's going to suck a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, the, the the best part about these cups, though, and the, the ice cream mugs and everything like that is <clears throat> even on your Kickstarter page – you have all these different uses for them and like, you know, you're putting candy and stuff in them, but you guys are also making candles. Yeah, that's right. Are they brain shaped candles? It look like they are brain shaped candles. We've actually, you know, we designed, designed the mold of it, uh, the mold for the actual brain candle. And we're actually doing the candles ourselves. I mean, we're using a pretty old technology to make them, but it's not like we're making thousands. So 
they're all handmade candles as well. That's awesome. I got to ask you though too. What do, what do you do for work? Because <laughs> this is great. Oh. I just, what's your trade? Do you know what, mate? It's so different. It's gonna. <laughs> oh boy! Come as a surprise. He's a everyone. candle maker. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish it would have been easier to get around the candles. But anyway, I work. Um, I work as a representative for a boxing and MMA brand here in Europe. It's actually a Canadian brand called Rival. Oh. Yeah, coming from Montreal. Yeah, hmm. very very different. But hey, I've been a geek all my life. I mean. I used to live in the states. That's where that that's where I caught the disease. And, uh, <laughs> it's big here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I know. It's spreading. Anyway, so I was I was only fifth grade whenever I moved to the states from Bulgaria, and I used to live with this family over there. And the son, who was at the time about fifteen years old, I was about ten. The guy was mad about comic books, and yeah, I caught it from him. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I've been I've been buying comic books and all the geeky stuff you can find over here in Europe really. So, I've always I mean I've I've always been fascinated by zombies. I mean, ever since Michael Jackson's Thriller, man. I mean, I used to watch that whenever I was 4 years old or something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, I, it, it really I mean if if this kicks off, this is going to be my full-time job, I'll tell you now. That's awesome. You know, I, I hope it I've does. Got, I've got so many so many zombie projects in my head that are going to go through kickstarters that you know it's going to be <laughs> there literally there are thousands of them <laughs> um, i mean yeah you wanna tell, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about the project and what it is or a little bit behind it uh, for those that maybe not too familiar with it the interesting thing about this is that uh, we actually made the the four characters before we actually gave them names and stories and stuff which was actually what made him even cooler because at the start of it, you know, I was just looking at four different um, ice cream cups or four different zombies which didn't have a name, didn't have a story behind them. So uh, one day I just sat down and I thought, you know, that's not going to work like that. You know, these guys need a name. Every one of them needs a story. So I sat down and uh, they turned into Redneck Randy, Chop Chop Tom, Bullet Tooth Sal and Psycho Sam. So I don't know if you've been reading the stories on the Facebook page, but um, you know it's a it's a pretty rich story. I mean, it's going to take me an hour if I start explaining <laughs> the whole thing now. But um, well, yeah, uh, people can definitely check out the Facebook page. You want to let them know where that's at? Yeah, it's um, facebook.com slash zombies with, uh, sorry, zombied with three E's because nothing before that was free. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> figures, right? I know yeah. Ryan's got a question he's been dying to ask. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's that, Ryan? You know, you're speaking of the characters and, uh, you know, there's three Americans and there's one from El Salvador. But where's you mentioned the uh, lumberjack and I was like, oh, he's Canadian. And then he wasn't Canadian. Is there going to be a Canadian zombie head or is that something you're still working on? <laughs> well, you know, it was, he's almost Canadian. I mean, come on, he's, he's from enough. Minnesota. Yeah, he's close. Yeah, he's, we can make it that his parents jumped the border or something. <laughs> okay. You mean he rolled, his, he rolled the logs down the whatever river from... There you go. His dad know. was, uh, what do you guys call them, Mounties. Yeah, he was a Mountie and uh, yeah, he, he rode he a horse. He crossed over and had an 
illegal child from an American woman <laughs> which sure turned out were... to be Chop Chop Tom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were allowed to, uh, you know, unless it was during the War of 1812, then maybe it would have been an issue. But Well, the whole, you know, because I'm building it as a story for a comic book at the moment. Mm. And uh, the whole thing, the whole story would be taking place just before the Second World War. It would be like sort of 19... The beginning of the 1940s, something like that. Oh. I think this was like a very, very um, rich, let's say it like that, era for the States. I mean, like big Cadillacs and, you know, the cars were different. Everything was different, you know? Yeah. So oh, yeah. I want to I, I have it in, in that sort of uh, the development in that era. Hmm. That That's is cool. a good era. Yeah. So now, is- go ahead, Lou. I was going to say, so is the plan after the Kickstarter, will you be selling the mugs or the bowls themselves, or is it only through the Kickstarter? Well, we are thinking of, uh, we're thinking of uh, you know, selling them afterwards as well. Um, I'm going to try and find some shops that maybe want to stock them, and you know, because I think that it's going to be a, a really cool product. I mean, not many people are going to see it on Kickstarter, obviously. Um do you know what? I found out the Kickstarter is actually not that popular after I did this uh, Facebook page. <laughs> I mean, I got tons of people asking me what Kickstarter is, why are they not getting their stuff as soon as they pay for it, and hmm. you know, there's a ton of people that don't still don't know what Kickstarter is. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna try and uh, produce some, get them into Amazon. Um, try and get them into a few sort of shops like Halloween shops and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, there's a big market for that stuff in the States especially. Yeah, I think you can get these in any comic book store too. You can just, I bet you they'll fly off the shelves. Well, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to give that a shot. You know, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to start sending uh, some emails and offering it to people. I'm, I'm working on the packaging at the minute and as soon as I know as soon as I have a, a, the finished packaging, I'll be able to tell them dimensions and stuff like that. Before, because I'm sure that uh, you know that's that's what they want to know. I'll yeah. the stuff and all that. Yeah, absolutely, it's all future plans. But for now, you guys are almost at uh, twenty twenty thousand pounds. That's so right. Far, yeah. That's that's amazing. That is that's awesome. So I mean, that's great. What are you what are you hoping for here? How many days do you have left? Um, I think it's eleven days. Yeah. 11 days we almost get those tiki mugs <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, 11 days to double the 20 grand yeah well that's great i mean you still got a, plenty of time on this too and uh you know we'll keep you know hopefully we can help you get the word out because this is something i think any zombie fan should have in their home watching a little bit of walking dead or something and absolutely out of a head absolutely yeah I think, yeah, that's how how I picture it as well. Speaking of The Walking Dead, I told Ryan today, um, <laughs> I've, uh, I've sent an email to, was it, AMC, mm-hmm. uh, because I saw on their website, you know, they've got a shop and they've got a couple of sort of licensees that are doing different stuff like T-shirts and uh, what you have there, like little action figures and yep. just stuff like that. So I thought, how cool will it be if we can make, like, zombie cups out of the Walking Dead characters? Like, how cool will it be to have the governor the governor cup, you know, so you can eat the governor's brain? <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be awesome. <laughs> well, I would like that a lot. There you go. I've even, 
Ryan there sent me the what's it the Twitter of that. Uh, yeah, Robert the, Kirkman. The that's right. Yeah, I send them. I, I send them a message through that. I don't know if that's going to reach him or anything. Hopefully, it will. Oh, that'd be great. But, yeah, that would be great. I mean, if I can get in contact with any of these guys and offer them this deal, I think that we can do a, a really good job with uh, you know all the characters. I think I think we'll have an awesome set of the Walking Dead cups. Yeah, that'd be great. Man, I could just imagine that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, wow. well, I, I, I've been thinking a lot because um, ever since – I don't know if you've seen it on the project, but we partnered up with um, – with the guys that did this RPG game, it's called Achtung Cthulhu. Yes, I saw that on your site. Yeah. So, you know, this is like a, a co-project with them. We did a special Nazi zombie, and we did Cthulhu, who's actually a lot more popular than I imagined, really. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it, it's it's coming up pretty cool. I don't, I don't know if you've seen the latest pics that I... Have you been on our Facebook page? Yes. Yeah. Well, I posted the one with the handle. I don't know if you've seen that. Um. Yeah, I, th- I saw a bit of it. Uh, I just. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's just the uh, the base model here, the unpainted one. That looks great. Yeah, we are gonna have the painted model on a picture, hopefully the day after tomorrow. Nice. That thing looks huge. Is it bigger <laughs> than the normal uh, the normal zombie legs? It is taller. Yeah, it is taller than the other ones. It's not wider, but it's a bit taller, so it's going to be coming in its individual packaging. But, you know, because of the shape of Cthulhu's head on that helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, I mean, we're getting a lot of attention because of that mug as well now. We're going to, yeah, we're going to have it shared on like the biggest Cthulhu fan pages and all the Lovecraft. Um, all the Lovecraft societies are also interested in sharing it, so hopefully that would that would bring a lot to the project as well. Yeah, uh, can you tell me a little bit about um, the whole painted non-painted thing? If I wanted to buy one, I could actually get it painted myself. Yeah, well, what it is is we send it off to you like in the the natural ceramic color. It's just sort of. Uh, it's just a whitish, right? The base model, yeah, so to speak. Base, yeah, the base color of the of the porcelain, and we send you a set of um, a set of ceramic paints, which have the basic colors like blue, red, black, white, and yellow, and you can mix them so you can make the different colors that you want, and you paint them any way you like. And then you have to stick them in the oven for about an hour. Yep. At uh, I don't know what it's going to be at Fahrenheit, mate. I just listened to you guys with the <laughs> metric system. And that. So, oh, no, I'll understand. Don't, you don't worry. Don't even start me on it. <laughs> it's going to be about 180 degrees Celsius that you're going to have to bake them at. But um, once baked, the colors get locked. So. After that, they're sort of washable, dishwasher safe, microwave safe. You know, the colors are really good. So, That's yeah, you great. can have them You can have them any, any way you like. You hear that? You can buy a whole set and paint them with your kids. Wouldn't that be fun? It would Hell be. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a cool – because you mentioned – and I was just looking through all the videos in the Kickstarter because there are a lot of updates and stuff. And, it, and we're kind of 20 days – 
behind. Like when I discovered the project, when you sent it to me, it was like halfway complete. Now, um, you mentioned this was sort of a process and you would have done different things differently if you hadn't, if you had yeah, you know, looked in the right, Kickstarter, yeah. but did the project evolve as the Kickstarter was going or did it start it did. with the ice cream beer? Oh no, it did start with the, the mm. ice cream and beer mugs. You know, it, it did start with ice cream cups and beer mugs. Now, the things that I would have done differently because what my expectations were, uh, were that, you know, you have a great project, you put it up on Kickstarter and the dollars start flying in. Mm-hmm. But, it's it's all about the way that you're going to actually market it. It's all about letting people know where your Kickstarter page is and all the rest of it because Kickstarter don't do much for you in terms of marketing or anything like that. You know, it's it's your responsibility to actually get people to see your project and back it. So there was a lot of work. I mean, for the last 25 days I've sent more emails than i've sent in the last five years man (laughs) it has been crazy sending emails to all sorts of people a lot of people don't even reply at all Hmm. you know which is strange but you know because i'm not sending emails you know i'm not spamming people that are you know nothing to do with zombies I'm, i'm sending i'm sending the project to people that are all writing about zombies and stuff like that, but some of my emails don't even get opened. I don't know. Hmm. But anyway, what I would have done differently is have a a more active approach towards you know people that are going to write for the project before I actually launch it because I started sending those emails five days after I launched the project. Right. Yeah. 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 So well, that's one of the things for sure. Well, I mean, at least. Sorry, I was just going to say, well, uh, Kickstarters are sort of weird. The ones I've been involved with are sort of with the, you know, they have an install base already. And um, the way you described your project, it sort of sounded like you started from, you know, baseline zero, right, in terms of getting people to to look at your project. Um, Absolutely. Have you been featured on the Kickstarter page yet? Or I don't know how that works because I know sometimes they'll they'll do staff picks and stuff. Yeah. No, we haven't been featured. I don't know. I mean. You know, you get you you get the the dumbest project the projects there sometimes. I don't know how that works. Really. They are weird sometimes. I mean, yeah, you get some crazy projects being featured. I mean, it's like I'll never buy this thing. But yeah, yeah but the content of- you have in your Kickstarter, like I've looked at a lot of Kickstarter pages, and like the images and the content and the text, it all just sort of looks like you've got the you know the marketing down on the Kickstarter page. But like you said, it's it's about getting it advertised and stuff and getting it out there to people. So. Well, to, you know, to be honest with you, Ryan, I've changed the content on that project like okay. five times since uh, since the start of the project. So the content of the actual Kickstarter page has evolved with the Kickstarter. You oh, know, okay. it, it wasn't like that to start with. But anyway, I mean, for me, a lot of the projects that you see on Kickstarter, a lot of the successful projects anyway, are of things and products that people already have a fan base for you know Mm. i mean it's people that have been doing this thing for years and now they come out with the next product and they just send it to their customers or whatever and these guys just jump on kickstarter and buy the stuff for us it was completely different because none of us i mean 
I myself, I told you, I'm into boxing and MMA. You know, this is something completely <laughs> different than mm-hmm. mugs and, and ice cream cups, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I, I got this team together uh, a couple of days after I had the idea. I went and saw a friend of mine who is the artist who's drawing all that stuff and who's actually made all the models and all that. And, um, you know, I told him about the idea. He loved it. He made the initial sketch of the 10 different cups. Uh, we chose the four that we wanted to go for to start with. And it really, th- this project just uh, came out of nothing and materialized in about two months. I mean, two months down the line, we were looking at the completed four characters in zombie sort of ice cream cups and beer mugs. I mean, we had it all. Hmm. That's awesome. That's, yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's such a, it's just such a cool project. It's such a different and neat idea, and it's, it's customizable for people that want to get it. It's just, I think you, I think you hit it right on the head. No pun intended yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's just, it's one of the best projects I think I've seen on Kickstarter lately. So I'm just real happy for you guys. Well, it's impressive to see that you've come from zero fan base to making your goal. So that's really impressive. Good on you. Thanks, man. Well, you know, it's uh, really, I think that all our future projects, not only that I've learned from uh, the mistakes that I've made with this project, but, you know, now that we really have a a good fan base and all that, I think it's going to be a lot easier with our future projects. I'll tell you a couple of things that I'm thinking of making. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I've, uh, I've seen... I've seen a lot of sort of uh, card decks and stuff like that. And I'll tell you what, I've seen the crappiest sort of card decks get funded. I mean, really, really yeah. cards that you can't even bear to look at, let alone have them in your house and let alone show them to your friends, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. Pretty bad. So, pretty bad. But they get funded for some reason. And I'm thinking, you know, that we can make some really, really, really good zombie cards there. Um, The other thing that I was thinking about is now I'm thinking about a project about having coffee mugs. Because I mean, you know, ice cream, zombies, that's all cool. But how many people eat ice cream out of special mugs that they keep in their house and stuff, you know. The the concept is great, but you know, I, I don't think I hit it over the head with uh, with the right product there. So but everybody drinks coffee and stuff. So next project is gonna be um famous monster mugs, we're gonna call it. Hmm. So we're thinking of making uh, we're thinking of making mugs out of the heads of monsters that we wouldn't have to pay license for. Sort of like, let's say, Frankenstein. And, you know, just the, 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 the really classic monsters, you know, like Frankenstein, um, Dracula, I don't know. Like a mummy, mummy or a werewolf. The mummy, there you go. Yeah, something like that. That's awesome. Yeah. A zombie, stuff like that. Cthulhu, for instance, as well. Make him into a coffee mug because that 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 there is going to be a huge beer mug. Hmm. Yeah. I could say, you know. Yeah. The Cthulhu fans come out of the woodwork. Yeah. I mean, C- Cthulhu, I, I, I didn't know who or what Cthulhu was about two weeks ago, man. Really. <laughs> I, I mean, still don't know what it is. <laughs> well, it's uh, <laughs> it's you know it, it's a pretty short story. I mean, it's 
20 pages. You can read it by the time we finish this podcast. But, <laughs> you know, it has a huge, huge fan base. And, you know, I can see why. It's a pretty – it's, you know, that Lovecraft is like the father of horror. So uh, I read it and I thought it was a, a pretty cool story. I thought it would be more to it. You know, because it has such a huge fan base. I thought it was going to be like something like The Lord of the Rings, you know, a huge, huge (laughs) book that would take you three summers to finish. But uh, no, it's 20 pages. Hmm. Yeah, Lovecraft wrote mostly short stories. Yeah. And and they all kind of tie into each other in weird ways and creepy ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, though. Hmm. And the biggest project that I'm working on. As we speak, is uh, a board game, a zombie board game, which is going to be with our characters, which is going to be with uh, sort of different groups of survivors. Uh, It's you know, um, as soon as I have a bit more on the story, I'll I'll let you know. I mean, I'll drop you an email, but it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, we're we're coming we're coming to a conclusion about the logic behind the game and how the battles are going to be done and stuff like that. But I think that. I think that we're going to have a winner there. That's Sweet. awesome. That's a great yeah. idea. Fantastic. Yeah, well, hopefully, so hopefully all that pans out for you, but I mean, I think we're all pretty 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 stoked about this idea coming coming to life, so to speak. Well, as I said, it's going to turn into my full-time job. I'm going to drop everything else. If this comes out as a success and, you know, I I'm, I'm thinking of just uh, just uh, sort of developing it into a zombie creative studio and uh i'm just gonna keep on working on zombie related products from now on as i told you i've got a few ideas on how we can how we can fill the kickstarter with ideas for at least two years ahead so nice Hmm. yeah that's awesome well i know it's late there so uh do you want to just tell people uh one more time everywhere they can find you so we can get you some more pledges um, they can find us on Kickstarter. I I'm not sure I can tell them the Kickstarter address because it's got a lot of numbers and <laughs> short letters in it. But if you uh, search for a zombie, that works, right? Yeah, it's zombies, zombies, Cthulhu. It would always come up. Uh, they can find us on Facebook, which is as I said, zombie with threes. Uh, that's on the Facebook. I think if if they search for zombie on Facebook, they'll find us as well. I hope you all enjoyed the interview. Uh, I th- it was a pleasure to have Todor or Todd on the line and uh, go support his project. It was a lot of fun to talk to him, and it's probably going to be even more fun to drink out of a zombie mug, and hopefully we'll get some future projects for him. But first, we have to get into a little bit of a listener feedback. Lou, we had a giveaway last week, didn't we? Yes, we did. I gave away this week Super House of Dead Ninjas. We got an email from Ed on our Facebook page and he gave us some great zombie jokes. So he got yes, the game. He yeah. did. Congratulations Which, yeah. Edward. <laughs> we're not going to use all the jokes at once just to spare you guys. I mean, we're going to save them. We're going to you know, sprinkle them in the outro over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we will. At least that I hope so. My own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I will, I will uh, you know, we'll get into the wrap-up and I'll read my joke at the end of the show. We'll end it in a great way. So, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and do that? Let's tell people where they can find us and listen to us. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, you can find the show at zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can find us individually. Myself at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, Rick at Rick Piven, and Bob at Bobbert F. Email the show like Ed did, uh, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Find us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast and on the Facebook at facebook.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. And before we move on to the sweet outro jokes, we'll give a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork, and you can find more of his stuff at starcrossedonline.com. Thank you, Mr. Ryan Murphy, for myself, for Lou Page, and the rapper of all shows, Ryan Murphy. This has been Zombies Ate My Podcast. Thanks for listening. Edward Belcher, joke number one. <clears throat> what games do zombie kids play? Uh, Dead Scotch. What? Uh, no, it's uh, Corpses and Robbers. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So that just involves half the team laying down playing dead and the other half running around like crazy idiots? things and the other people are... I don't know, Ryan, it's a joke. I, I just, I, I feel as though these things have to be overanalyzed, Bob. We've done 24 episodes and you know how I work. I don't yet. That's the problem. <laughs>